Hi, and welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast. I'm Robin Birkin, and I am so grateful and honoured that you're here today. From my own journey with infertility and loss to becoming a mind-body practitioner and holistic fertility coach, it is my sincere hope that I can help make your journey to conceive lighter, more supported, and easier by sharing deep emotional well-being guidance, doable conception tips, and real talk about what infertility and loss looks like. I'm here with you every step of the way. Now let's begin. So hi, it's me again. Lovely chatting with you every week. And if you haven't subscribed, make sure you come and subscribe to the Fertility Warriors now. We've got more than 160 episodes. So there is definitely going to be something there for everyone. But also if you have found this podcast helpful, if you have thought that this might help others, would you please, please, please go to Apple and leave us a rating and a review. It's actually really important for podcasts to be able to receive ratings and reviews because that's how Apple determines whether or not other people should see it. So you can consider it doing your part. But if you found this podcast helpful, if you find it helpful, would you please do that for me? It's one of the like top five things that absolutely makes my day and has me feeling like I'm on a high. But I'm going to get into the meat and potatoes now of today's podcast. At the time of recording this, yesterday was Are You OK Day? And I have some pretty strong feelings about Are You OK Day? There's so many of these internet campaigns that go around, but there's so many problems that I have with Are You OK Day? So first, let's start with some of the research out there in terms of infertility and people who are not okay. A study that showed that 76% of women with infertility showed significant symptoms of anxiety. In addition to that, 61% of men showed significant symptoms of anxiety and multiple studies, they hover between about 35 to 40% of women with infertility or referred for IVF show significant symptoms of depression or meet the criteria, the clinical criteria for depression. Yet how many of us out there are walking around trying to be strong, trying to avoid getting help, feeling like I just need to power through, feeling like I'm not normal or I'm doing something wrong? The likelihood if three out of four women are struggling with infertility is that you are not doing anything wrong and that infertility is hard and that three out of four people listening to this today, that's the majority, chances are that you are not okay than that you are okay. So can we just sink, let that statistic sink in? And this is literally the motivation for everything I do. Because the majority of women with infertility are not okay, yet there is a huge shortage, for example, of therapists. Also, therapy is like $200 a session, seriously. Do fertility clinics automatically provide you with sessions? In Australia, when you go for IVF, you're required to have one session. One session is not incredibly meaningful and cannot help you create meaningful change in your life. What I'll talk about as well in a minute is also why talk therapy might not be for everyone, especially if you are super not okay. So we need to normalize, number one, getting help. 
and we need to normalize and we'll talk about coping strategies in a minute and the things that we do and our go-tos for infertility stress and whether or not those are actually shown to be helpful or not. But the chances are, if you are listening to this, that you are not okay. What I don't like about Are You Okay Day, well, there's actually many things, but one of those is that it puts the onus on the person who is not okay to constantly reach out for support. Now, in terms of coping mechanisms, seeking social support, if you're listening to this and you're a woman, this has been shown to be pretty much the best way for you to improve your levels of infertility stress and marital stress. Well, it's one of the most researched ways. So, but on the same token, we should have people around us, our friends, our family, who are looking out for us, who are checking in with us. And we need to be those type of friends as well. But the other reason why I don't necessarily like Are You Okay Day is because when we are stuck in chronic stress, when we are stuck just in fight or flight mode all the time and anxieties, and this is probably three quarters of the people listening to today's podcast, when our limbic system is activated and we're in a highly emotional state a lot of the time, our prefrontal cortex does not work properly. You cannot really have both of your executive functioning and your limbic system working at the same time. So our executive functioning, our problem-solving, rational thinking, impulse control, all of those things go offline when we are stuck in fight-or-flight mode. And one of the areas in that big, like, you know, neocortex-type area in our brain is called the Broca's area. So it's an area, you know, in terms of our brain development, uh, I think it's called the cerebral cortex came first, then the limbic system came next, and that's what people often call the reptilian brain. So that's a part of like all of that, like our impulses. So like our heart beating and remembering to breathe and our emotions and switching on our fight or flight mode and being like, no, you need to run away from the tiger now. That's that area. And then the area that developed the latest which is what made humans so smart, is the prefrontal cortex. All of that executive functioning, problem solving, rational thinking, being able to make like really good decisions came later. And included within that is an area of the brain called the Broca's area, which is responsible for speech. So speech came later. If we think about the animal kingdom, Many animals don't have speech. We have speech. It's part of that area of the brain that developed later. But that area of the brain goes offline when our limbic system has lit up like a Christmas tree. Ah, sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to quickly jump in and express how grateful I am that you're here today. Just to let you know that if you'd like more emotional well-being, resilience and conception tips, to check out my programs and services, you can find me on my website at robinberkin.com or on Instagram at robinberkin. All right, let's get back to it. So sometimes when someone says to you, are you okay? It's really hard for us to articulate that we are not okay and make meaningful conversation about what that looks like to put into words exactly why we're not okay. I asked on a poll on my Instagram yesterday, do you ever struggle to 
find the words to explain to people just how hard infertility is. And it was like 99% of people. And then one person messaged me and said, I accidentally hit the never button. It's pretty much 100% of people have struggle to find the words to describe just how hard infertility is. And that's why for some people, I'm not saying for everyone, by all means, and can I tell you, I'm a huge advocate of talk therapy. I go to talk therapy just as part, like even just as part of self-care, as part of having someone that is completely removed from me that I can talk to. But in Australia, you know, we can receive those sessions at a heavily subsidised rate. But also there's a huge waiting list. I had to wait for months to go there. And I go there maybe like once a month. So not that frequently because I am in quite a healthy emotional state. I don't need to go there every week. And that's why when I was running the Fertility Warrior Intensive, you know, and I've now poured so many of my resources into the mind-body fertility reset, but that's why when I was doing the Fertility Warrior Intensive, so many people would come to me and say, I tried talk therapy and it just didn't work for me. Because sometimes we need to have on-demand access. Sometimes we need something that's a little bit more accessible in terms of timing in the day so we don't need to leave work all the time or in terms of price because we don't have hundreds of dollars to spare every week to see a therapist. Sometimes we don't feel like we can put into words exactly how we're feeling. So we just want to be able to watch and absorb things or we want to be able to lurk in a Facebook group and feel like we're not alone but don't quite have the emotional capacity at this stage to be able to share and so when we've you know when we've created the mind body fertility reset we run weekly support groups but members it's optional if you wish to share or if you even wish to switch on your camera at all because sometimes we don't have the energy for that. Sometimes we are in such a fragile emotional state that we just don't we don't feel like we have the energy. So to ask someone to have a big campaign about go around and ask people, are you okay? When actually a better thing to do would be to run campaigns around destigmatizing getting help, destigmatizing seeking social support, but also normalizing people looking out for other people and looking for what the symptoms of anxiety and depression and suicidal thoughts are. And on that note, more than 9% of women with a failed IVF cycle have had suicidal thoughts or attempts. It's major. Why do we always feel in society like we need to power through, like we should be doing better? No way. If you are struggling with infertility, you are in the majority of people. Like I said, does that need to be how it is? Absolutely not. That's why, and there's, you know, not just my program, but there's so many programs out there now. But that is why, and I'll tell you in a minute, joining a program like the Mind Body Fertility Reset can be just so powerful for you. They've done, they did a study on the gender differences in how men and women typically cope with infertility. There's eight different ways that people will typically cope through really stressful situations in their lives. The way that men cope is different to the way that women cope. And some of the, one of the ways, for example, that women cope is escape slash avoidance. 
I posted on my Instagram the other day, you do not need to go to that baby shower if it will derail your mental health. I'm just going to repeat a little louder for those in the back of the room. You do not need to go to the baby shower if it will derail your mental health. It is not the most significant thing in the world. It's not like you're not going to your sister's wedding or something like that. It's a baby shower. Not the most major, major event in the world. However, it's not a long-term strategy. So one of the go-to coping mechanisms that women with infertility stress experienced was escape avoidance, escaping things that remind them of infertility, avoiding you know, events, withdrawing from social circles, etc. And yes, if you do not have the mental and emotional capacity to do that, do it. Don't feel guilty about it. But it's not a long-term strategy. Although it was a go-to coping mechanism, it actually showed that it increased infertility stress in women. And one of the ways another go-to was seeking social support, okay? And that showed not only decreased infertility stress, so it's going to, if seeking social support, so that might be joining a support group like the Mind Body Fertility Reset, that might be sharing your journey a little bit, reaching out to friends and family and finding others in your community who have been through this was shown to not only help with infertility stress, but it actually also helped marital stress. Interestingly enough, it was not found to be as beneficial for men. So men who sought out, it's, number one, it's not really a go-to for men, but when men did that, didn't really decrease infertility stress as much. For men, the go-to was planful. What it, it was, there's a planful, it's not planful planning, but that's what's coming to mind. You know, making a positive plan to address certain issues or to, you know, move forward. And we can probably, a lot of us relate to that in terms of how men work. There were other things that women do that weren't necessarily helpful, such as like aggressive lifestyle changes. I don't know what the exact word was, but certainly seeking social support was seen to be one of the most beneficial coping strategies for women. So are you okay, Day? Look, lots of people are going to post on their feed, are you okay? And probably not even really mean it. It's, you know, a social media kind of catchphrase. I'm going to say that the chances are, if you are listening to this, that you are not okay. I want to remind you, if that's you, that you are normal. Like you're in the majority. There's one in four people who are going through infertility are not in that boat. Three out of four are. So you are most certainly not alone and you are walking alongside hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of other women who are experiencing what you are experiencing right now. However, just because that is how you are feeling doesn't mean that there aren't options and programs and support groups out there to support you, like the Mind Body Fertility Reset. So, reminding you you're normal, 
reminding you that you are valuable, you are whole, and that you have so much to contribute to the world and sending you lots and lots of love because I know that the chances are that you are not okay right now. Bye for now. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Fertility Warriors. We'll meet you again same time next week. Before you go, though, if you do need some further support, then we encourage you to come and join us at the Mind Body Fertility Reset, the ultimate community for anyone who would like to conquer stress and fuel their fertility. In the Mind Body Fertility Reset, we focus on some of the big pillars to fertility awesomeness. That is community and support, having community there to lift you up and to carry you through your hard times sustainable and small steps lifestyle support helping you conquer your diet goals your movement goals cut out toxins and enjoy food and becoming your best and healthiest self in a small steps and sustainable way and lastly and what i think is most importantly emotional well-being Infertility and trying to conceive can be an incredibly hard journey and it's really hard when we haven't learnt the skills through school and through other avenues to help support ourselves through really hard times. So in the Mind Body Fertility Reset community, we go through all of these things to help you become your best and healthiest self and thrive despite this journey. To find out more, visit us at robinburkin.com slash mindbodyfertilityreset. And lastly, we need to let you know that any of the information contained in this podcast is for inspirational and educational purposes only. It doesn't substitute advice from a qualified medical professional or mental health expert. Please know that there is no shame ever in getting more help when you need it and to always consult with your medical professional before taking on any changes to your journey. Wishing you all the best and cannot wait to catch you next week. Bye.